Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC. Mike Pursuit of Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson coming at you again today. We're looking at the offensive tackles today, fellas. We've gone through the draft eligibles position by position, and now, uh, much like that great general manager up in the North Pole, Santa Claus, we've made <laughs> our list and we're checking it twice, even though it's just, you know, between St. Patrick's Day and Easter. Uh, you always got a double check. You got a triple tech, triple check, and you got a triple take. Uh, so we're going to take a look at the tackles today. And uh, for those of you hopping on a moving train, as Mike Tomlin might put it, uh, the way we've been doing this for round two is we give you uh, a riser, a faller, and a sleeper as we continue to discuss the prospects position by position. So uh, let's uh, kick it off with our uh, risers among the offensive tackles. And uh, Dale, it's been uh, described again this year as a rich position for OTs. I don't think uh, any of us are of the opinion it's anything but that. But uh, that being the case, there's a lot of choices. Who's catching your eye of late? Uh, that would be Tyler Smith out of Tulsa, Mike. Um, you know, everybody was raving about some of the the big guys who have run, and there have been some guys who put up some some great times. But this guy's – are there big guys that can run? <laughs> big guys that can run. And this guy's 6'5", uh, 324. Um, he's ran a 504, uh, 40. Uh, also moves really well, light on his feet. And he's a redshirt sophomore after being a freshman All-American in 2020. So he, he still hasn't turned 21 yet. He'll do that next month. A lot of upside here, a lot of potential, and just another good young tackle who maybe – might sneak into the, the, the end of the first round, probably more of a second round guy, though. If you draft this guy, despite what may or may not happen with daylight savings time, would he be living on Tulsa time? He would, would definitely to- be doing that. Yes. And, <laughs> and so you get the, a little bonus there. Yeah. Matt, you love him, too. <laughs> yeah, he was also my pick. Um, one thing to add in the negative column for this guy, actually, it's not, not necessarily a negative, but when you watch his tape, he doesn't trust his technique yet. And when he gets beat, he just bear hugs dudes and flags go flying. So if the O-line coach that gets a hold of him at the next level can just tell him, you're okay, hold your water, trust your technique, he's going to turn into a star. If he keeps up just bear hugging people when he's in trouble, he's doomed. So yeah, that's just an experience thing, in my opinion, man. I think, right, right. you know, he just hasn't played enough football, but you yeah, he, he's talented, though. Yeah. Uh, one name I want to throw out there, too, since we had the same one, was Kellen Deesh from Arizona State. Just a really athletic tester, zone-blocking type guy. He was kind of my runner-up for this one. I went with the relatively inexperienced guy as well for my riser. I felt bad about not including this guy on my initial top five, actually. So I don't know how much of a riser he is as opposed to just another guy I want to talk about. But uh, Bernhard Ryman of Central Michigan, mm-hmm. 6'6", 303, uh, Austrian native. And uh, used to be a tight end, hasn't played tackle very long. But uh, the reason I'm uh, shoving him in here is he had a good uh, short shuttle and three-cone drill at the Central Michigan Pro Day. So that's some fresh information on top of the combine. But uh, a lot of people know this guy's story. Uh, You know, new to the game, new to the country, new to everything. But did I mention he's 6'6 and 303 pounds and a former tight end? So he moves like a tight end. He, he, he's an athlete that can uh, play tackle, and I think he'll play it well uh, as uh, he gains more experience. Also, uh, I don't know if people are aware of this or not, but he is uh, one of Central Michigan's 
Mid-American Conference Medal of Excellence winners. Each school picks a male athlete, a female athlete every year as their best athletically and academically. So uh, character box checked as well. Uh, welcome to Triple Take, Bernhard Ryman. Uh, Faller, Matt, let's uh, go with you this time. Uh, although I sense that this is going to be somewhat repetitive as well. <laughs> yeah, total coincidence. I think Dale and I spent too much time together, obviously. Clearly. Um, I, Dale, Dale was for, well, for, fortunate enough to be at the Senior Bowl. I was not and said, you know, Daniel Falele really, speaking of fallers, he's on the ground a lot, you know I mean? And he's 384 pounds of mammoth human being on the ground, which shakes like Jurassic Park, you know I mean? The whole ground shakes when this guy's on the ground. He absolutely has to go to the proper scheme. I mean, if they ask him to change directions and play in space. Yeah, he's, he's been my my faller all along. Uh, I was seeing stuff that had him in the in the you know first round and things of that nature, and I just didn't get it. I watched him at the Senior Bowl wanting to like him, wanting to see something to like there. And, and I, you know, again, you love the size. You, you love that. When he gets his hands on somebody, it's fantastic. But as, as Matt said, he's got to go to the right scheme. I mean, he needs to be in a power scheme that that just says, OK, go block the guy in front of you. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to struggle in the, at the NFL level with athletic speed rushers. And, well, the NFL is loaded with athletic speed rushers. Yeah. That's what they have. So, um, you know, if you can get him in, to, in and maybe, you know, work with him technique wise, maybe you have something there. Again, it's the planet theory that there's only so many guys that big walking the planet. But. Yeah, I, I just don't see that first round stuff with him. You know, Matt, you mentioned that you and Dale spent too much time together. If people are unaware, uh, you guys are the tag team for the drive on Steelers.com and Steelers Nation Radio and all the Steelers social media outlets. And I just want to invite all the listeners out there or encourage all the listeners out there to please find someone who looks at you the way Dale and Matt look at each other <laughs> when they're talking about football <laughs> on SNR because it's uh, – it's something to see. My faller, uh, I actually stayed at uh, Central Michigan. Uh, took a trip out to Mount Pleasant this past weekend. Had a good time. Stayed there a while. Uh, Luke Gedicke, the other tackle, uh, has got a lot of bona fides and a lot going for him. But he's also got a hamstring that uh, cropped up during practices, uh, during a practice senior bowl week. And uh, we haven't seen him since. And that includes the pro day on March the 15th. Now, from what I am told, fellas, there's another one scheduled on April the 4th. So it looks like I'm making another trip to Mount Pleasant because, hey, you know, you always look for a chance to get up to Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Uh, he's going to work out with uh, Bernhard Raymond, and uh, we're not sure what he's going to do yet. If it's just going to be drills or if he's going to test, maybe he'll do uh, a three cone and a short shuttle. But uh, I just, injuries, uh, unless my team is stacked. And I'm taking a guy for down the road. I worry about injuries because if my team is not stacked and I'm not taking a guy for down the road, I'd like to think I'm going to get something out of them as a rookie. And it makes me a little nervous when they're coming off a significant injury and they're inactive for a, a, an extended amount of time. Yeah. And, and he might be a guard as well. That's uh, that's the other yeah, thing with him. Know. I mean, there's, there's some issues there. Um, you know, they, they immediately plugged Raymond who had never started a game at offensive tackle before at left tackle and kept Gedke at uh, right tackle. So, um, you know, you wonder about that. Uh, last is our sleeper. And I think you guys should just recite this together because, <laughs> you know, you, again. you're three for three. Uh, Honestly, we did not get together and do it. No. Like, we did these all separately. <laughs> Dale, you're supposed to look at your own paper when you're doing this, you know. 
Uh, Rashid Walker, excuse me, Penn State. Yeah, and there, uh, there's a lot to like here. He's a three-year starter at left tackle for Penn State, uh, 6'6", 313. Really good run blocker. Um, you know, there, you maybe some questions whether he's athletic enough to play on the left side at the NFL level, but at the very least, you're, you're getting a quality uh, veteran-tested uh, tackle that you can throw into the mix. And, and at the very least, he's a right tackle. So there's a lot to like there with this guy. Um, he could use some, a little bit of refinement with his, uh, you know, with his pass blocking and things of that nature, but, you know, maybe you can coach him up and yeah, get a left tackle in the, in, you know, round two or three. Yeah. I mean, he's from Penn state. So is he really a sleeper? I mean, I, I just wanted his name to be mentioned since we didn't talk about him on the first tackle show, kind of like Mike, you, you mentioned with Raymond and you know, everything Dale said, I mean, He's really hard to bull rush. When he comes off the ball, he moves people. But the quick guys will attack his edges, and he struggles with that at this point. But he has left tackle traits. I went with uh, a pretty sleepy sleeper, uh, Matt Maletsko from North Dakota. I like him, uh, yeah. I, Dale, you were down at the senior bowl. Just what I watched on television, seems like a real move guy. And, again, he's another tight end. Can get out there in the uh, you know the sideways passing game and help help lead the way on the screens and flat passes six, eight, three, 12, lot to work with there. And I've heard this guy compared to Spencer Brown. I think, you know, they both played in the Missouri Valley conference, Spencer Brown at uh, Northern Iowa and well, let's go at North Dakota. Now I, I think you need a little more than that, but they are very similar heights and weights and, you know, playing backgrounds. I don't think well, let's go is going to end up tr- being drafted in the third round and starting 10 games as Brown did for Buffalo. But, uh, Hey, if you got, uh, a backup that you're interested in developing and, you know, teams are often interested in that. Uh, I think you could do worse than Matt. Well, go in North Dakota. Yeah. He's athletic. He just needs to get a little bit stronger. And, you know, I think there's, there's definitely some traits there that you could work with, with that guy. And, you know, maybe in a couple of years you, you have a, 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 you know, a guy who can step in and start for you. And as you mentioned, I mean, he's, Got the got the size, and you just can't uh, you can't teach that. Is if he continues to to grow and and you know refine his game, I think he could be a, a real sleeper in this draft. Yeah, and just to be you know for clarity's sake here, he played at North Dakota. That qualifies him to be a sleeper because he played football at North Dakota. <laughs> if he played hockey at North Dakota, he'd be a first round pick all day, all night. But he's playing football, so he's a sleeper. Well, imagine seeing that on skates. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Kevin from the net. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you could use him as a net front presence guy, except the puck would never get through. Yeah. And he'd be, he'd be seven <laughs> foot tall on skates. He fully would need to see it. It would never get there. Uh, hey, uh, as I mentioned uh, already today, you, you can catch all this stuff on all of the Steelers social media platforms. And we're going to keep bringing it position by position. Uh, more mock drafts are going to be forthcoming. A lot happening with free agency and trades and uh, the, the draft, uh, Mockosphere is uh, constantly in a state of flux. We like it when it's like that. Uh, Thanks for finding us, however, and wherever you found us. Uh, Until next time, for Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Pursuta. This has been the NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC.